In my mind, our house used to be so merry. There was music playing in every room. The phone was always ringing. People in my family laughed more than people in other families. I was as sure of that as I was of anything. Up and down the street, our neighbors left their dinner tables as soon as they could and beat it for the nearest TV. That's what my father did, while the rest of us stayed put with our mother, buying for her attention as the candles burned down. Group therapy, she called it. Though it was more like a master class. One of us would tell a story about our day, and she'd interject every now and then to give notes. You don't need all that detail about the bedroom, she'd say, or maybe it's best to skip that part about the teacher and just cut to the chase. That's writer David Sedaris, reading from his New Yorker essay, Why Aren't You Laughing? David moved to Raleigh in the mid-1960s with his family from Bingham to New York, right before he started the third grade. Life may have been rich at home, but adjusting to North Carolina wasn't easy. Like one of the first words I learned here was Yankee. I remember my mother went to the grocery store and she was at the Winn-Dixie talking to another northerner and the woman in front of her turned around and said, I wish y'all would just go back where you came from. I can't even get a girl to come clean my house for a dollar a week anymore. And so I was against this place. I mean, I was just against it if they were going to talk to my mom that way. I mean, that said, at the same time, I felt like I was benefiting from it. David was drawn to the arts from a very young age, and he remembers having a lot of exposure to them in Raleigh, especially in his public schools. There was this woman who was sent by the Arts Council to our school, and she just didn't belong anywhere. She you know, it was one of those kinds of loud women and she had big glasses on and she was dressed like none of our mothers and she said, you know, this would be a nice painting, but you'd go Baroque trying to pay for it. You know, she was just, <laughs> and just really dynamic and entertaining and sort of made me see those paintings in a completely different way and really kind of stirred that pot. The same way that somebody, when I was in high school, Ira David Wood was sent to our high school to turn us on to mime. <laughs> Boy, he, that worked. He came to our high school and then I signed right up and the next thing you knew I was in Dorton Arena pretending to have just gone down in a plane crash. It was an exercise for the EMT people and they needed all these volunteers to act like they'd just been in a plane crash and to have rubber scabs on her head and wander around dazed. It was uh, just great. And then and that led me to the drama club and that led me to doing a play with Lincoln Center, you know, writing a play and having Lincoln Center produce it. You know, I mean, I don't know that that would have happened if Ira David Wood hadn't come to our school and pretended that he was behind a wall, you know, and that really basic mime thing. And I was just enchanted by it. David stuck around North Carolina several years after graduating from high school, and he kept learning from North Carolina's arts community as he built his own body of work. It meant a lot, too, to have things like the Wake County Artist Show and the North Carolina Biennial, you know, opportunities when you were a little bit older to show things. Because when you're out of school, when you're in school and you've got somebody asking, where's that painting, where's that sculpture, where's that short story, it's not that hard, but when you get out of school and all of a sudden there's nobody asking for it, you're just in this void and you feel so hopeless. So to have outlets like that 
that even if you don't get in, you know, you still work toward it. And then, okay, you'll try again next year. You'll try again next year. That meant a lot, too. And the North Carolina Dance Festival. I mean, I used to go to that. I thought, dance? Oh, God, how am I going to get out of this? And I went. And I don't know what I was thinking dance was, but wow, that made a big impact on me, having that to go to every year. I don't know. I felt like I was in a room with the right people. <laughs> uh, it was finding a community. You know, it's that way you feel when you find your people and you look around and you think, oh, my God, where have you been? I, I don't feel so alone now. And that's what the museum shows did and the Wake County show and putting on a performance piece and going to theater in the park and watching a play. It all made you feel like, oh, it's not just me. And there are these other people. And, and it's not 90% of the people. And it's not even 20% of the people. But it's the right people. <laughs> You're listening to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. That was David Sedaris sharing his North Carolina arts story for our 50 for 50 project. Over the next year, 50 artists will share how North Carolina shapes their work in honor of our 50th anniversary. You don't want to miss these stories, and you don't have to. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and visit ncarts50.org. Arts Across NC is hosted by me, Sandra Davidson. Our original score, which you heard today, was created by Phil Cook. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.